Hi everyone and welcome to Hello Poland. My name is Alicia and I am all the way from South Africa. Yeah. I don't know where all of you are from. But it is October all over the world. Yeah, some places have like a day's different due to the time zones. But it is the month of Halloween. Oh, and I love Halloween so much. No, not the trick or treat stuff. I love candy. But I love horror movies thrillers. This is the month to binge watch scary movies. Yeah, get the freak show on. Tap into the darkness or just a little bit. Don't do anything stupid, but just enjoy the month of Halloween. So, to jump into the story. I don't know if you remember the little teaser I posted about a building on Herbstuff or a street in Warsaw. To some of the sites I'm reading, they say the history is as turbulent as it is captivating and the place was influenced by devils and crazy people. I mean, that sounds like my type of building. Yes, let's move there. Let's check it out. Go to the Greenies. Go to the Crawleys. Oh. This building was only built in 1981. I mean, that's 10 years before my birthday, so congratulations. This year you'll be 40 years old. Yes. And... It was mostly dedicated to married couples with young children and disabled people. Now, the building is said to have long winding staircases, bars of twilight and not really beautiful painted walls, more like paint stained walls. And that whole thing creates an atmosphere like you're trapped into a like in a thriller movie now I mean I love thriller movies and suspense movies and horror movies so I mean yeah take me there bring it on I don't mind now another thing is that this is this building consists out of really small studios now I'm not the biggest fan of small spaces. I like clutter. Yes. I mean, I can hide bodies underneath my clutter. Don't mind me. I don't have bodies hidden in my room. I'm just saying it. I'm not the type of person to pack my stuff in my closet every day. I hate cleaning. Yes. Needs to find a different way of doing that stuff. Anyway, 
They say these small studios might have depressed people, but I mean, some people have been living there for a while, and they are fine. Now, in the beginning, just like after this place opened, there was a man that used to stand on the balcony, and he would, uh, yeah, have passionate speeches and um, hear unappropriate gestures to any passerby and the place was actually like the madhouse. Well, just give me a moment because I know it sounds weird but I definitely like I've translated this from Polish to English and it makes sense to me so if it sounds bizarre to you I'm sorry. Yes, so this person says that, like, no, it is weird, and that there are devils with their fingers in the pie, you know, like, getting on the action. Why would these devils have their fingers in the pie? Now, let's look, shall we? First, there was a suicide of a woman. She jumped from her balcony. Next, there was a resident from that building that was fatally hit by a car just across the road. And then a husband who caught his wife cheating. And then he killed her with an axe. I mean, it seems fitting, you know, breaking the vows and Well, anyway, um, another suicide uh, from jumping off the balcony and then someone who hung themselves. And after a while, this block just got a really bad rep and said it was cursed, possessed, you know. Well, according to another website, the place was said to be haunted. Um, murders happened, yes, we heard that one. Fires, suicides. And it all happened more often than in other places. Now, according to some fortune tellers and ghost hunters that visited the building, one, sorry for laughing, I mean, um, one such a person, an expert, said that there is a strong vertical watercourse underneath the building, and that this watercourse, a vertical watercourse, um, have a very negative impact on the human psyche to the fortune teller someone once upon a time had died and was allegedly buried under the foundation now there's another story that the government took the land from a farmer and that the farmer put a curse on the land and then committed suicide 
to chase away the evil spirits, they put spells in the building and cleansed it and who knows what else, honestly. Oh. Here they say that it was a young woman who jumped from the balcony, then a young boy took his life in a similar way. And another hanged himself in the basement. I mean, basements are the best places to go and look for trouble. And the postman committed suicide there. Um, they said that the postman rushed out of the window and they knew it was no accident. They say, one of the people who were interviewed said that um, something made him do it. Something. And then the postman came to this person. Oh, well, I mean, after his death in a dream. And then said that the man who hanged himself there once ordered him to kill himself. So, I mean, the spirits are playing with your mind. Oh, lucky for them, nothing has happened in a long time so they're home free for now until the next thing comes i mean there's a cycle according to all of the sites no ghosts have actually been mentioned but if Honestly, think my opinion sometimes feels a little. I have been afraid while I'm sleeping and I wake up like I don't sleep. And then come to bed. Yeah, I talk to them. <laughs> I can't necessarily suggest. told the story that he was hired by a group of and he mentioned the water course, the vertical water course, with an outlet that's directly under the building. Now, according to him, or I assume it's a him, um, this watercourse causes uh, like caused an escape of energy that affected the minds of the people.
and that resulted in decreased concentration, confusion, um, complete loss of self-control, depression, and suicidal thoughts, and uh, increased in aggression. I mean, that sounds like a regular Tuesday to me. It sounds great. And then the clairvoyant also found a historical explanation. So historical and then, you know, the water course. Now, during World War II, according to him, two fugitives were hiding in that area. In the specific place where the block now stands. And then there was... Yeah, two sheds or a shed that was standing there. Who knows? I mean, I I have no idea. And then when one of the men went out to look for food, he did not come back. The other committed suicide. Yep. Now, that is based on a true story. That all happened. And whether you believe it was a curse from the farmer on his land or that the devil has a finger in the whole building in the pie or it's haunted or whatever you think is going on with that building is going on. But who's up for a vacation? Like just maybe there's an Airbnb in that place. I'm willing to go check it out. Just because it's the month of Halloween, here is another story about the Chapel of Skulls. There is this chapel in Kudova, Kudova, Nsroj. I've got no idea how to pronounce that again. My Polish is not getting better. Where, um, so this chapel is decorated with thousands upon thousands of skulls. And there is around about 21,000 skeletons just below this chapel. It started in 1776. A priest and a grave digger in a small Polish town of Czerna. It is a kilometer to the north of Godova ZDROJ, however you pronounce that word. And Bodies were piling up from different courses. It took the pair around about 18 years from 1776 to 1794 to collect, clean, and arrange as many as 24,000 human skeletons. And then decorated the church 
The church's name is the St. Bartholomew's Church in the skulls and bones of over 3,000 people decorating the ceiling and walls and it is arranged in different patterns but mostly crossed bones in the Jolly Roger style. Now this display in this church is mentioned to have the name a sanctuary of silence. Now where did they get all these bones? What? What? So a lot has happened in Poland. The two had many choices, you know, of raw material. There was the Thirty Years War and the Seven Years War and then other skirmishes between Catholic and Hussites and Protestants and Poles and Czechs and Germans that bordered the area. And um, there was just, you know, mass graves everywhere. And then there was also cholera epidemics. And that killed hundreds of people. So a grave digger and the Czech priest Baklav Tomasek um, actually found the graves by checking where the local dogs went for bones. As the two were Finding it and cleaning, I mean, finding it, the bones, um, the bodies, and cleaning the thousands of skeletons and bones. Um, they set aside skulls of interest for, you know, their display. Now, in the display that you can still go and see, there is even a Tartar warrior skull. Um, the Chermna mayor and his wife's skulls with um, bullet holes in it. Um, a skull Swiss cheese by syphilis and uh, the skull of a giant. It sounds like a wonderful display. And within the, you know, group of skulls, the collection. There are the former priests and grave diggers themselves. Now, is it haunted? Uh, potentially. Is it scary? I mean, not to me. I think it's fascinating, but I've seen skulls and bones in Paris. I went to the catacombs. It was fascinating. I would definitely want to see this place. Would other people be scared? Possibly. I mean, how do you feel about staring at human skulls? I... 
don't mind it. I'm fascinated by... No, not necessarily death, but you know history. I don't know what you guys do for fun, but ghost hunting can be pretty intriguing. You know, if you like to have goosebumps and a spike of adrenaline in your body and, you know, jump scares. But you can go all over Poland and even, you know, Krakow, where I live, and you are bound to run into a place that has a spooky story due to the history of this place. Yeah, it's got a dark history. Krakow and Poland has lived through a lot of things. There are said to be white ladies everywhere and they are ghosts of women that were murdered by, you know, jealous acts like, you know, jealous boyfriends or jealous husbands, but yeah, <laughs> lots of places to go. You walk around Krakow and you go towards St. Mary's Church, you will hear the trumpet calls that plays throughout the day in remembrance of a sentry who warned the city of an attack. But this sentry was shot in the throat while warning the people of Krakow about the attack. And the ghost of the tower trumpeter is still one of the ghosts you can go look for in Krakow. Think of it as a ghostly Pokemon Go type of thing. It's like, okay, which ghosts have we seen? Which ones haven't we? And then, you know, I don't know, make it fun. Go explore. Sometimes I just like walk into Old Town and then there's the church that the vampire of Krakow like stabbed an old lady and I'm like, oh, hi. And then I walk past the place where there's supposed to be a white lady and I'm like, oh, hi. I mean, there's a lot of places here that you can go see some hauntings if you're really keen. I mean, we can band together and make an excursion. Just, I don't know. Let me know. But, one of the top places to go see all hauntings is Vavil Castle. Yes, beautiful Vavil Castle in Krakow. I don't know if you know this, but Bobo Castle is actually a very old site um, of previous Polish kings. Yeah, the ghosts of past rulers haunt the halls, and one legend says that they actually gather on Christmas Eve and they make sounds or appear to people even throughout the rest of the year. Now, 
they also mentioned that King Sigismund, I, he had a court jester, kind of like a clown, you know, and that he would actually appear on the battlements of Volvo Castle to warn people of danger. I mean, he's a helpful ghost then. That's one thing that is quite fascinating is that they say Bavil Hill has been home to humans. Well, there's some human activity in the area for almost 50,000 years. If um, archaeologists have uncovered evidence of settlement from the Paleolithic and Neolithic and Bronze Ages, that's a really long time ago. And there was even farming communities around and a trading hub. It's crazy. Now, if you've been to Vavil Castle, you know that there is a dragon's den and it's actually a 200 foot long cave and a lot of people believe that a dragon lived there and was terrorizing the communities and then a shoemaker went and defeated the dragon I don't know, it's um, a little cray cray I mean, I, I would like to believe in dragons. I honestly would. Um, I'm all for the fantasy. And... But, now it's pretty fascinating how Vavo, actually the first UNESCO World Heritage Site in the world. It's pretty insane. According to my research, the castle was built between the 13th and the 14th century. And that's, um, yeah, a long time ago. I've also read that some people believe that Bobble Castle is um, kind of like an energy cleansing building where it's structured and there are even some crystals placed into the different parts of Avo that it um, acts kind of like chakras, you know, um, protecting the city and healing the city. Uh, I mean, if you're messing around with energies, you never know what you're getting. All of the spirits that I have read about that haunted Vavil, the one I, the one I want to see is the headless spirit. So um, it is said that there was a man named Christoph Schafranik, Schafranich, mm-hmm. um, a 15th century. Highwayman, and he used to operate on horseback, robbing travelers on the roads that led north out of Krakow. And um, he was eventually captured by the Starosta. I mean, kind of 
the police. Uh, I don't know. Of Krakow. Uh, yeah. And then he was taken to Thieves Tower and one day, long, long time ago, he was executed. And long, long time ago is um, 1484 and a lot of people, occupants as well as tourists have claimed over the years to have spotted a headless spirit or headless spirit I mean there could be more than one how do you identify them from each other um, around the grounds of Bavlan so honestly if you're looking for haunted places you will find it my friend you will and happy haunts stay safe don't do anything stupid. Until the next one. Goodbye.